Welcome to Keep It at 100 High School Sports, Oklahoma style, baby. I'm with my man, Big E. How you doing this evening, E? Doing great. Tony, how are you? Man, I can't complain. It's Sunday. We get to talk high school sports. Oh, yeah. There were some great games over the week. Some some big, I can't say upsets. There were some people that got beat down, though. I got to say, people got beat down this week. But that's what we do. We're going to keep it 100 high school sports. We're going to give you a recap of week five. We'll have Reggie on the phone later. He's going to talk a little bit about what he saw this weekend. He couldn't join us in the studio, but we get to talk high school sports, though. But, you know, I got a chance to make it over to that Bigsby Carl Albert game. And guess what? Bigsby's the the real deal, baby. Oh, yeah. The Presley kid is the real deal. I'm going to tell you, man, the kid is amazing. You could not tackle the kid. I'm telling you, if he was in a phone booth, you couldn't tackle him. Right. That's how good he was. I seen four or five Carl Arbor guys on him, and guess what? He would leave him standing there. But one thing I'm going to say about the Carl Arbor game, they got a great running back, a running back named Brazil, number 45. I think he plays he plays both sides of the ball. I can't understand. Every time he touched the ball, he was averaging 15, 20 yards a pop. Right. I know they got the running back hunt that's going mm-hmm. to Arkansas, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it 100. It's what we do is keep it 100. Right. Brazil's a better running back. By far. Okay. I'm just going to just keep it 100 with you. Now, I'm not trying to knock that kid because I know he's signed. But, man, put the ball in 45's hand. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Your boy, Kobe Crew. Oh, yeah. He got him a, a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. Hit the order. Got a chance to see Ben up close, man. I tell you what Ben does. He managed the game. He has some good throws. But I just tell you right now, Bigsby was just too much for Carl Albert. And yeah. that's why we have a big 6A. Yep. A small 6A. A 5A, a 4A, a 3A, 2A, and on down. Yep. Carl Arbor couldn't go play in the big 6A or small 6A week in and week out. I know people's going to say, well, they beat Dell City. They beat Mill City. But yeah. you're catching Mill City and Dell City at what point of time? At the end of the year. Right. You're catching them at the end of the year. You're not catching them early. You're catching them at the end of the year. So what games did you catch? Man, I was at that, uh, you know. I say it every week. I'm a Choctaw guy. I was at the Choctaw game. They got the win, but I wasn't too impressed. You know, they're playing uh, Ponca City, kind of the uh, the dummy of 6A, 2, on that side of the state. You know, they're not the best team. And, you know, Ponca City was able to hang in there with Choctaw. Choctaw should have been able to run away with that game. I, I, caught, um, little, I, I caught a little of that game. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what I see in that game. I see if you let the underdog stay in the game, it's going to end up biting you. Yeah. And there's a team that I'm going to tell you that I'm kind of been kind of keeping my own. I'm probably going to check, go check him out. It's Bobby Clink and the Sand Spring. Yeah. Sand Spring's a team that's going to give Big Speed a little fit. Are you hearing it here? I'll keep it at 100. That's a they're bold gonna, statement, Tony. I'm telling you right now, they're well coached. Anytime you can be well coached. If you look, if you, I'm serious, if you go look at Bigsby's team and I saw them, they probably had over 90 to 100 kids over there. But if you went back and you watch them, a lot of those kids play both ways. If yeah. you got 90 kids over there, you got a lot of those guys going both ways. So that tells me, yeah, you might have 90 kids, but maybe you only got 25 to 30 that's really, really good. Right. But I'm going to tell you, though, so I talk keep messing around. Right now they're sitting, they're going to Bigsby this week. Yep. And, hey, you, you, we all know what that game's going to be like. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's yep. going to be tough. Because I'm telling you, Chata's defense – I think can hang in there a little bit with Bigsby, but can the offense score enough to keep up with Bigsby? Right. I mean, what do you see? You saw the offense. How they look to you? I mean, there's just uh, a lot of sloppiness when I saw, you know, I know my, my Choctaw guys are going to be beating me up this week when I say this, but, you know, I saw a lot of 
sloppiness, a lot of miscommunications. I saw, uh, you know, a couple bad reads by the quarterback. You know, all stuff that can be fixed in practice, but last week was a sloppy game. Um, you know, hopefully they can improve on that. You I mean, can't. they're going to have to if they if they plan on hanging in with Bixby. You can't turn. You can't keep turning the ball over. Yeah, I think you, one time at three possessions, they turn it over all three times. One one ball bounced out of bounds. Yep, got they got lucky. lucky I know on they had one. a couple guys still beat up and out that game. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The yep. next man got to step up. You're in right. practice. You got to be ready. You're in week five going into week six. Right. Your backup should be ready to go play ball. Right. And, you know, one thing I am going to say about them real quick, and this week is we're going to get deeper and deeper in it because we're keeping it one hundred. Right. We got to quit. Throwing fits on the field. Yeah. We're 17, 18-year-old young men. You got to grow up. You got to grow up. Yeah. You throw a bad play, you can't be able to argue with the coach. Yeah. It's on to the next. It's always thinking and thinking ahead, you know. Uh, they always talk about short-term memory. You know, you fumble the ball, you throw a pick, you, you miss a read, you give up a touchdown. That doesn't matter. You got to go out there next play, next series. You got to perform, you know, be strive to be perfect, you know. No one's ever going to be perfect, but you got to strive for perfection. You got to execute. You know, they've been practicing. Uh, you know, they should have the offense down. They should start clicking. I know they had some guys out, and you know, that, uh, that hurt them a little bit. You know, uh, RJ Jackson was out. He got banged up in practice. Uh, you know, um, CJ Smith, he's still out. They're starting running back. Uh, but, um, you know, I really like that Latrell kid. He's, he, even though he's that backup, he's, he's the guy right now for Chalk Talk. He's the man. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to get off to him real quick So I want to go yep. back to this Carl Aubrey game because there's another kid that stood out to me, Dondi King. Um, he's a great baseball player. He was mm -hmm. at Edmond Santa Fe, came back to Carl Aubrey to, you know, play baseball and football. But he stood out for me, real good-sized kid. Uh, you know, I like I liked watching him. He's real good-sized. Kobe, you know, Kobe Crew looked really good yeah. at the receiver. Kind of really, really, really shocked that he hasn't got any <laughs> offers. Uh, like I told you, Ben did a, you know he did a real good job managing the game. He had, uh, in, in Ben's defense, he had some drops. Yeah, you know the game. I mean, the score at halftime was twenty-one to seven. It easily could have been twenty-one to thirteen. You know, field goal kicker missed a couple. You know, easy kicks. And I know kicking a field goal is pretty tough because I couldn't do it. Right. You know what I'm saying you're, if you if you're put in to do that job and that's all you do is kick, you got to make them. Right. You know, I mean, it comes down to you kicking a forty-yard field goal to win a ball game. You got to step up and make to do that it. kick. Yeah. But one of the things, like I said, uh, you know, Kyle Albert, I, I give I give him credit for going and playing Bigsby. They got him yeah. beat fifty six to thirteen, Didn't bow down. Or fourteen. I predicted, you know, forty forty two to uh, uh, twenty one. Yeah, I you predicted know. it'd be a bit closer, but you know. But you know, it's funny when I walk in the game, you know, people's giving me grief because I picked Bigsby. But did you really think Kyle Albert was going to beat Bigsby? I know they were playing at I home. I didn't think Kyle Albert was going to beat Bigsby. I did. I thought it'd be closer of a game, but uh, yeah, I mean. Bixby, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think Bixby is the best team in Oklahoma. That's wow. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm going to stop you there. The only reason I'm going to stop you there, because if you take that Presley kid off Bixby team, they're just the average team. That kid is Bixby. People get mad back in, in, in Bixby, but that kid is Bixby. The quarterback is a pretty decent Well, the fact of the matter is, is they got Presley, and they, <laughs> and they are able to win games. If that means that they're running backs having to get, you know, having to do all the dirty work. E that's a good one. You got me there, baby. You got me. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. But, hey, let's talk about your jinx. Your broken oh, yeah. arrow. Jinx and broken arrow. I bought into the broken arrow hype early into the season. You know, they had that big game on ESPN against Bentonville West. You know, I mean, that was still big for Oklahoma high school sports. You know, having that uh, spotlight on there. You know, I bought into the hype. Uh, and they're really not living up to it. They're sitting at 2-2. Two two. Um, you know, they got – 
had Jinx this past week. Lost by one possession. It was a close game. Uh, you know, Jinx, historically one of the best teams in the state. If one not, of the best teams you know, if not the best, if you go in, back in history and stuff. But uh, yeah, they were able to squeeze that one out, thirty to thirty-eight. So yeah. Hey, I mean, I tell you right now, Jinx finds a way to win. Uh, they played in the state championship last year. Started off kind of slow. Found a way to get in the championship. Lost to Walsh by a touchdown. Easy could have won the games. That tells you right there. But I'll yeah. tell you a team that I'm really, really, really scratching my head on. It's the Dell City Eagles. Yeah. They're 0-3. Yep. Midwest City and them kick off next week. That's a rival game. That game can go either way. And I'm telling you right now, the way the Bombers playing, had a week off. Um, they had their game ended up getting canceled. Right. They had a week off, so it give you another week to prepare for Dell City. And Dell City's offense right now is just struggling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I watched the game and I look at Stillwater march right down the field on them like it wasn't nothing. I mean, I thought it was like a two-hand touch and, and the guys on defense didn't have no hands because they couldn't touch them. Right. Walker just ran right down the field on them. And I'll tell you, this that quarterback for Stillwater, Caleb Allen, yeah. kid 6'4", 172, he's a good-sized good size kid. Yeah. He throws a pretty ball. I don't know why his mom and dad – Kept their kid behind Gundy because yeah. the kid could have went to any other high school. Well, me and, and you started. know why, but well, I don't. I'm just <laughs> we're not going right to get now, into that, but yeah, but I, I'm just telling you, man, the kid can flat out throw the football. He got yeah. good speed, he's a good yeah. athlete. I don't know if he's going to be able to get any offers because he is only going to be a one year starter. But I'm telling you right now, yeah. Dell City has one of the better defense in six A small, and they just got shredded the other night. I mean, the score yeah. was what 48 48 27. I mean, yeah. that's that's. Ugh. And you're talking about a team that has two defensive – I mean, D1 commitments is going – one's going to OSU, another one's going to Boise, yep. linebackers. And they got some other guys in that, in that secondary on that team that's D1 prospect. And I, I'll just tell you right now, what is the deal? But I'm going to hold off because I know Reggie's going to want to talk about his Dell City Eagles. Right. And I'll tell you right now, they are struggling because they could be easily come after this week six, 0-4. And, and I know they had a couple weeks off because what's going on, games getting changed and moved. But I tell you right now, they are right now struggling. And I know yep. Don's a better coach than that, so he has to get those boys up and running. Um, yep. One of the other games I looked at is our old Bethel, you know, Washington game, you know. Yeah. Bethel's on the two-game losing streak. Coach Gann's got to get those boys back on. Yep. And don't get me wrong, Washington's a good team. Yeah, I mean, they are a good, good team. S- good team for a smaller school. Yep. I mean, they put up some points against Bethel. I mean, the score was, what, 15 to 55? And I tell you, man, I mean, that's that's a tough, man. Yeah, it's that's a tough to, loss. It's a tough loss, especially in district. So, now, right now, you're sitting 0-2 in district. Right. The thing is, you don't want to lose no more than four district games because you're not going to be in the right. place to make it to the goal. And if you, you do lose games, see, you don't want it to be by that because uh, I don't know if a lot goals. of people know this, the points. The you know, points. if it comes down to a tiebreaker, you know, okay. those points come into play. And Here if you take that. a biz, big loss. Hey, uh, I, hey my man, Big E's on fire today, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Big E. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what we do. We yeah. keep it 100 high school sports, baby. Yes, sir. As you can see, hey, it's coming down to you in week six. You're four weeks away before the season's over. Yeah, it goes by like this. Just like that. I mean, yeah. four games away. If your baby's a senior, this is it. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get those extra games so you can get those extra meals and go out and travel and hang out with the team because right. when it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. But I tell you right now, man, a team that's in trouble is the Westmore Jaguars. Yeah. Edmund Santa Fe, I was kind of on them earlier in the year because all those D1 prospects they got, hey, I guess they're starting to turn it up because they beat down Westmore. Oh, yeah. Did you see that score? I did. 69 to 14. 69? <laughs> Zoe, what are you doing? Yeah. 69? Yeah. I told, man, that's a basketball score. Yep. It, 
But the other team didn't show up to score. Yeah. 69. That hurts you right there, Zoe. Yeah. And you still got to go play a Wassel. You still got to go play Broken Arrow. To get beat like that on a Saturday, and you had time to prepare for them? Come on, guys. We're keeping it 100. Yep. Let's go. Hey, we got to – hey, what's going on? Are these guys not preparing themselves? And does COVID really got kids like, oh, man, shut down. They can't practice and play. There's no reason you should give up 69 points in your big 6A, a good team. I, I, I can't take that, man. Right. I'm scratching yeah. my head big time, big time, big time. Any, any other schools you can see that you looked at? Look at? Uh, at Owasso Norman North game. Uh, Owasso, number one team in uh, 6A as it That's is right now. It was close. It was close. Uh, Norman North kind of gave them a run for their money, 33 to 22. You know Norman. what happened? What happened, Tony? I think JV, they took the JV down in the playoff. You think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good, though, maybe, huh? Yeah. Maybe Owasso was kind of big-headed going into that game. Ah, Norman North. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. I yeah. mean, Norman North ain't won the game. They've lost already a few games already. You know, yeah. Owasso's probably going to come in like, oh, man, we're going to beat these guys. Kind of like what Luke said the other day. It was like, hey, you know, I want to get in get out. You know, made the game a little closer to where you wanted to be. Sometimes right. you, you're preparing for the next team. You're not really looking at this team. This team knows, hey, I'm playing the number one team in the state. Guess what? We got to go after them and give them everything we got because that is our state championship because we're probably yep. not going to make it to the playoffs. Hey, right now, we're 0-2 in district or whatever. We're not going to make it. So, guess what? When the Wassel comes to town, we're going to give them everything we got. We're going to throw the kitchen sink at them, the front sink, the back sink, the toilet, to whatever <laughs> we got. We're going to throw it at them. Right. Guess what? I think that's what they did the other night. They came up a little bit short. Yep. But, hey, I mean, hats off to them. They did give them a good game, but they still came up a little bit short. Any other game you can look at? Uh, I'm looking, man. I'm trying to find – let's see. But, you know, I'm going to get back onto the uh, uh, Sand Springs, though. I really yeah, think Sand Springs, you know, will give Bigsby everything they got. I think they'll knock off Tata. I just think they're well-coached coach team. Bobby Clink is a great coach, man. I mean, you know, he played college ball. I mean, he got that uh, – that you know, Sand Springs, I don't even think they won a game or he might have won one or two games last year. But yeah. he got those guys turned around. He's a first-year coach there, but he's doing good things. I know he knocked off Muskogee, and we and you kind of talked to – You talking knocked off Muskogee? What knocked off Muskogee. What were you trying to say? Muskogee – you can't knock off Muskogee. They are the uh, – they're 0-4. <laughs> you can't knock off Muskogee. Muskogee? Well, <laughs> so what you trying to say, E? What are you trying to say, Muskogee? Don't you say knock off. Shit? Knock off means, like, the they went and played well, the better I mean, team. I, I, I'm thinking Muskogee just, you know, maybe they had a couple kids sick and down. They're going to get it rolling. Because well, they've had a couple kids sick since the beginning of the season and they ain't back. So. Eve, Eve, I'm sorry, on. Muskogee. I'm sorry, but hey, maybe y'all ain't cutting it this year. I mean, Muskogee got a kid assigned, you know, with Oklahoma State or Arkansas somewhere, you know, one of the kids. Well, as we've seen year after year with those teams, you can have a D1 guy. You can have a couple D1 guys. Look at uh, – who, who is it? Uh, Edmund Santa Fe. They got all these D1 guys. They're not showing. But, hey, they scored 69 points this week. 46. Oh, no. Santa Fe beat. West Westmore sixty nine to fourteen, so Santa Fe put some points up this week. Maybe they got their D one guys oh, yeah. back. <laughs> My bad, I was looking at the wrong game there. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, but uh, I'm just telling you though, Muskogee. I still think it's a team that you know they got enough athletes. You got to go in and be ready, prepared, and ready to play them. But so, uh, I think Sand Springs is gonna be that team. I think Bisbee fin finished number one. I think uh, uh, Sand Springs will finish two. I think Chaw probably finished three. And Punk City will finish four. That's my prediction of the small 6A. I think the big 6A, I think you're going to have, you know, you'll have a Wassel finish one, Jinx probably finish two, Broken Arrow three, and then everybody else is fighting for that fourth seat. So it doesn't matter. Hold on, hold on. You said Ponca City going to finish fourth? 
And big City, and small six eight. I think Parker City finished four. Parker City didn't look too bad. They don't look bad, but I mean, who else yeah. you see over there? Ballsville is giving up scores like. Hey, if you nah. want your homecoming, you call us Ballersville because they're going to let you score seventy four. Yeah, I think I think Booker T. You know they had a oh, they yeah, had a couple Booker games. T, but, uh, they, I think they'll find their find themselves back in there. You uh, you know, I, yeah, I think they will. I think uh, Bixby's going to be number one. I don't well, think there's any debate I think, about I think that. Booker T's probably going to fumble it away. You think so? I think they'll fumble away. They're, I think they'll claw. I think they'll claw back. You think I, they'll finish? Well, Chops already got the head 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 to him, so I think yeah. you know. That's why I said Bixby one, Sand Springs two. Shot top three, and then you you saying Booger T, I'm saying I, Parker I think, City. We'll look at when week 10 get here, we'll look at it. Folks, y'all remember that? Yeah. I'm calling Parker City. He's calling Booger T, but, hey, what it is. But, hey, there's some big games coming up next week yeah. we can get into. Well, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about the big games. But we'll, before we do that, we'll have Reggie on the phone, but we're going to give a shout-out to some of our sponsors. Hey, folks, if you're looking for great insurance, there's a guy out of Chata, Bobby Lewis. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, one of the best insurance guys around. You need some great insurance, go see Bobby Lewis. He's going to take care of you from your house to your car to your motorcycle to your boat. Let's go see Bobby Lewis. He got a new, lo- new location coming in Chata. He will take care of you. Bobby Lewis, hey, great guy. He's great for the community. Does a lot with Chata schools and all their sports. Yep. Another guy is Eric Sanford. Eric Sanford with Linex. Linex. Guy's been in business for almost 20-some years. He would make your car shiny, clean, put on some fresh wheels. You need a lift, he'll lift it up. He'll get yep. it going. I'm telling you right now, he's taking care of some of my cars in my house, my daughter's car, my boy's car. Got my boy's Jeep looking good. Got my daughter's car looking good. I'm telling you, Eric is in good hands. I'm telling you, the guy is great. He's not going to rob you. He's going to give you. Tell him Tony Johnson and Big E Century, and he's going to give you that 10% discount. If he don't, we'll smack him his bald head. That's keeping <laughs> it 100. But, folks, like I said, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll have Reggie on the line, and we're going to talk a little bit of what's going on at Dell City. Thank you. We'll be right back. Keeping it 100 high school sports. Welcome back to Keeping It 100 High School Sports. We're back. We got Reggie on the line. We got Tony over here. Reggie, what's going on? Hey, what's going, E? How you been doing? I've been great. How about yourself? Hey, man, I'm blessed to see another day. I can't complain. That's always great. So, uh, you know, you're a Dell City Eagles guy. You know, they took a tough loss this past week. Uh, talk, about, talk about them Eagles. Well, man, I, um, the Eagles are family. Uh, they have a rough start this season, um, but I, I don't know where to say they're going wrong. Right off top, they have all these Division One athletes. The coaching has to get better. Well, I mean, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to say, Reggie? Because a coach can coach and get you ready, but you got to go out there and perform the, perform the job. So. The coach can't go out there and do the job for you. You go. You have to go out there and execute what's going on and on. You know, on the field, on offense, special teams, defense, punting, receiving, all of that. The coach can't do that for you. You have to go out there and do the job. If he calls a play for you to cover someone, he can't go out there and cover the guy. It has to be you. You know, the player covering them. Right. I mean, I, I think this. And it's been week in, week out. Dell City's defense has been ranked one of the top defenses. Uh, in the state, especially in the 6-8-2 division. Yes, the score didn't seem like they were. That's not the side of the ball that LCD has to improve. Um, they have the athletes, but do they have the coaching is the question. 
And I believe uh, what I've seen the past few weeks, they don't have they don't have the offensive scheme that fits well with uh, the athletes that they have. It's kind of like Cinderella. It's kind of running around trying to fit the wrong shoe on a, on the wrong person. It just don't fit. <laughs> so they need to be able to go back to the drawing board and and, and put this thing together. Reggie. Yeah. I got a quick question. Were you just watching Cinderella? Sure. <laughs> Was you just watching Cinderella? Was I just watching Cinderella? Yeah, because you just brought up Cinderella, <laughs> and we talking high school Man. sports, and you're talking about Cinderella, folks. We keep it at 100, keep it at 100 well, well, Oklahoma style, and you talk about Cinderella. <laughs> well, I'm t- well, I brought up Cinderella because, you know, you know, Dunn made remarks uh, at the beginning of the year, this being one of his most complete teams ever. And so uh, this supposed to have been his Cinderella season. I got you. I feel what? you now. Now, now, it, it now turned, I'm jumping on your wagon. I'm, I, yeah, he's elaborating a little bit. Yeah. I'm feeling you now. Well, you know, Reggie, I think a lot of coaches say that, you know. I hear coaches say this is my best secondary, but you know what? You'll find out here in weeks to come that hey, how good a secondary is, how good your linebacker core is. Coaches say that, man. We had we had a coach on, you know, earlier today, and we talked about you know high school coach from here, and you know we kind of talked to him, and you know, and he was kind of telling us, you know, I asked one of the questions, I asked, are coaches used car salesmen? Because I really truly believe that a little bit because they're gonna tell you what you want to hear, then when they're done with you, you know, they're gonna sell you this car, but when you bring it back and say, man, this car didn't work good. They're going to act like they know who you are. I didn't sell you that car. So I think coaches are used car salesmen. And, folks, I'm just keeping it 100 because I've seen it in, in, in the future. I've seen it in the past. I see it's going to keep coming that way because they want you when they need you. When they need you, they want to be, they're going to give you everything they, they, they have to give you. But when you're done with them, I think they're done with you. And I talked about alumni. I think alumni, the kids, should always come back. And I think the coaches should always want the kids to come back. I think the coaches should have them come back and talk to, to you know, Future, you know, past players should come back and talk or, you know, future players or whatever. But I'm saying I just think that coaches, you know, tell you what you want to hear. So Don can say, hey, yeah, it's my Cinderella team. But we all know last year's team was a great team, you know. So I just think right now Dell City is struggling to score. I think defense is put on the field a lot. So, you know, what what can Dell City do to score points? Because, I mean, they just got beat 48 to 27 and you got four or five kids that are, you know, D1 athletes. And I know D1 athletes doesn't make you the, the whole team, but you know what? A D1 athlete can go a long way. Exactly. Um, what I would say as far as what could Dell City do, um, uh, they could probably hire a better offensive coordinator, no shot. But, um, or if that's not the case, then you have to get a better head coach. Because those are the things, like, like I like to say, even though um, – I hate to bring it up, but Carl Albert got, got a spanking this past week uh, by, by Bigsby. But one thing I can say about certain coaches, like Coach Corley, he's a guy that he understands his personnel and he uses them wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's able to go in to have time and come out and correct and then turn a whole game completely around. Dell City doesn't seem to have that. They don't seem to know what the pieces are, uh, what pieces they have, and how to use those pieces. They're trying to, they're trying to take a square, uh, a round peg and put it in a square hole, or a square hole in a round peg, what, uh, a round hole, or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. 
But kind of like Cinderella. They have the they have the horses <laughs> over there, but they just don't have the play calling and the system to go along with it. One thing I've kind of learned though, Reggie, in high school football, it changes every year though. Because if you look at what you know, you look at some of these teams, you know what they're doing, and, and you know once a coach kind of got his offense and defense set, he hates to kind of change the wrinkles because you've done this. Like last year, you know Don had Quinlan, so. His, his passing game was more up, and Quinlan had changed himself to become a dual threat, you know, run and throw. So, was, you know, right now with Jacoby, he doesn't have that. He's more of a runner than he is a passer. But I think when Jacoby does set his feet, he does make some pretty decent throws because I saw that over Friday night. He made some good throws. But I don't think he has the same offensive line that Quinlan had too because I feel like every time that Jacoby drops back, he's getting hit in the mouth. But I know you talked about Corley a little bit, and I know I'm going to jump real quick on something. We can get back to Dell City. But one thing I did see about Corley is that I thought he used Jay uh, uh, Hunt, was his, what's his name, Javion Hunt, Hunt yep. more than he used Brazil kid, 45. And, you know, kind of kind of shocked me is because the Brazil kid is real deal, man. He kind of reminded me a lot of Vernon Maxwell and the way he runs and the way he, you know, he's on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. The kid's a big kid, man. I'm talking about he's a grown man. Yeah. And that kid's 16, 17 years old. But I tell you, every time he touched the ball, Reggie, he was averaging about 20, 25 yards, you know, a, a pop. But then Javiana get the ball, and he might have got four or five. But it was two different running styles. So, I don't, I don't understand that because I know you're saying Corley's a great coach, and I know Rose was there too, and he's, he's kind of under the Rose tree. But why are they not using him more? I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've been saying this for a few years, no knock on uh, Hunt, but that Brazil kid, has he has the it factor. And, mm. and and I agree with what you're saying because um, he probably is the best back over there right now. And and if he would have got more touches last night, I think he, that might have been a different football game. And I'm saying that what too. Do you think? You're exactly right. Sorry to cut you I, off. I, so I, I don't know. If, is, it, is it a buddy-buddy system? I mean, we see a lot of that uh, in high school sports. Uh, uh, a parent being uh, a vital booster, you know what I'm saying? A vital contributor to the booster club. So their son, their son or their child is, is getting more play time compared to someone else. That could be something that weighs into it. But I, I don't know. I understand uh, – Hunt is, uh, you know, what I'm saying he has his, he has his uh, scholarship in the bag. Hey, so, but it's time to go win the sports and be prepared for next year. And that's kind of the thing, like, um, back on the Dell City thing. Uh, so, uh, Dell City has a young freshman right now that is uh, supposedly a, a pretty decent passer. You talking about that and kid that's five foot five? Huh? You talking about that kid that's five foot five? Um, no, 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 the freshman. You, you, you're talking about the backup quarterback. Oh, okay, okay. That, that's the little guy. But they actually have a freshman there that um, he's not a bad thrower. Um, and at the rate Dell City is going right now, um, any any good coach would say, hey, let me go ahead and bring him up and prepare for the future. Because um, cause the thing is, Jacoby can do so much for that team in other positions. Uh, and I also... I mean, you're you're killing the kids' morale. You're killing the kids' opportunities. Um, and when you when you have a kid like Jacoby, he's a two-way player. And and you're taking away 
though Friday night he got a few, you know, he got a few series on defense uh, thanks to Coach Jones. But the the thing is, when it comes down to it, um, you're you're holding up that kid's potential and where he has the chance to go by not allowing him to be the athlete that he is by holding him to one side of the ball in a position that he's not great at. And so um, that that comes down to it. Also, if you put Jacoby on the defensive side of the ball and let him play, that makes that defense. I don't think Stillwater scores as many points if Jacoby is paying way more series on defense. And and because it allows um, Jones good to, uh, to have bigger corners. You can move things around. You have you'll have Donovan at safety. You had Jacoby at safety. You can move Kaniger down the corner. You can move uh, Big Sherrod down the corner. And those wide receivers aren't doing uh, those Stillwater wide receivers don't get away with murder the way they did last uh, last Friday night. Yeah, I mean Stillwater got some players though. You know, you look at that running back. You know, I mean they come back. You know, they lose Gundy. They come back with you know the Allen kid. You know, I mean big kid. He's six four, like one seventy one seventy two. You know, they got the Walker kid, the running back, that's been a four-year starter. I mean, he ran crazy. Then they kind of get their, you know, the receiver back that tore his ACL right before his playoff, Stephen Brown. And on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, they got a couple good kids, too. He's already got some, you know, some offers from uh, Oklahoma State. You know, the Trevor William, number 11, in the corner. And then they got the Gabe, uh, the Gabe Davis kid, uh, the linebacker. I'm sorry, the Gabe Brown kid, the linebacker, that just got, you know, an offer from Oklahoma State. I mean, they're both uh, the – the Williams kid's a senior and the Brown kid's just a junior. But I'm just telling you, Stillwater's still loaded, though, so I'm not going to take nothing from them. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I think the Allen kid throws the ball pretty good. I don't think the offensive line is as good as last year. I don't think the defensive line is as good as last year. But, you know, watching Dell City, Dell City never seemed in sync. It seemed like they were they looked good in one series and next series. They looked like they didn't have, have a clue what's going on. And I'm not trying to knock no coach because – you know, I'm sitting here in the studio to keep talking high school sport, keeping it 100. So I'm never going to try to bash anybody. I know you're you're closer to the program. You know, you go to the games, you're still filming the kids, and you still do a lot with Donnie and those guys. So I know you know you know a little bit more. But I will say that you know, for Dell City to have all this hype, and I was one of those guys on Dell City talking about, look at these athletes, look what they got. And right now, I'm scratching my head, and they're 0-3 going to go play with City, a, a rival game, and you know how that game goes. It could be anybody can win that ball game. It's never really a blowout. And right now, I'm going to get an edge to Middle City because they can go score. I don't think Dell City can score. I, and I agree with you. And I'll say this. Uh, the difference between the past three years of Dell City and this year, this year they, they're loaded. They have all these Division One athletes. Uh, and then you go back to last year. They had no Division One athletes. Well, you know, I'm Reggie. I'm a little cocky at times. But that's what they're missing this year is the, the actual training uh, off the field, you know, away from the school. There's only so much that high school coaches can do for these kids. And because once you get in the school ball, you can't you can't actually sit down and pay attention to each individual kid's uh, struggles where they're struggling, and really put those into action because you have a whole team that you have to pay attention to. And and when it comes down to it, um, not to toot my own horn or anything, I do coach Jump Nation seven on seven football, but that that offense that was on the field last year was a product of Jump Nation. And without 
the training that those kids got from there, like I said, no Division One athletes, but they were way more productive offensively. And then you turn around, and once those kids graduate, now you don't have that same training or that same upbringing. So is it, does the coaches on the staff not know what they have, or do they not know what they're, they're doing? So I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. Well, they already but, got ran over, Reggie. You ain't going to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you like it too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, like I said, man, man, I love, I love the, I love all the kids there and I, and I always support them. And, um, I just, I just really want to see Jacoby have the best year he possibly can have. Uh, but at this, at this point in time, I don't for think some he's reason, having the offensive side of the ball, they can't seem to understand this kid's strength and they don't know how to put it together for him. Um, they did a good job, but it goes to this. They had a little tight end flare they ran. Um, they're running quick screens from across the field. Do, do people not know uh, opposite hash throw to the sideline is, is over 30 yards? That's not an easy throw. So, Quick screens and things like that. You have to you have to set that those things up totally differently for a kid that is not a quarterback. And also being able to they have a they have one good play to Donnie up the seam, and then they they try to use that play the whole night. That's all they were looking for was hopefully Donnie can get open again. Hopefully Donnie can get open. Why? How come Donnie's only in on one set in their trip set? Donnie well, is a ball player. I mean, you can Put them in it. when they when they're when they're two wide when they're four wide. Put them in when they have two backs. Allow him to do a whole lot more. Donnie's faster than most safety. So when you put Donnie on a, a safety on Donnie, they can't cover Donnie. And also he's a big kid. So they have to know what they have on that team and use them accordingly. And right now, they're up Shit's Creek without a paddle. And so if they can pull their head out their asses and see that they have great players out there and stop trying to keep them on one side of the ball and let these kids go play football. I don't give two big shits about it. The 6A1, 6A2, 5A, 4A. Right now, Dell City needs their horses on the field. So stop pulling them off. These guys have conditioned and they are prepared to go play. Well, Reg, so, I hear everything you're saying. Let's play both sides of the ball. You need your best players on the field at all times. Hey, I'm keeping it 100 with you all. You're 100% right. We love having you on the show. We'll catch up with you again here in a few weeks. But on the closing thoughts, this is what I'm going to tell you what you need to do. You need to pick up the phone tomorrow morning about 830. Dow Dell City's uh, athletic hey. director and set up an interview with him and say, hey, I need to be your offensive coordinator because I'm I was Reggie. Just about to say. I'm Reggie. I'm with Jump Nation and your boys that scored last year with my boys and they're gone. You need to set that up, Reggie, and keep it 100 with Coach Don and tell him you need to be the offensive coordinator and have the other guy go down to junior high and learn and he can come back up. What about that, Reggie? That's my Cinderella story to you. Keep it 100 Oklahoma style. High school sports, baby. We love you, Reggie. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next right, time. I love you, too. Thank Thanks you. For having me. See you, Reggie. See. Folks, that is Reggie. As you can see, he's <laughs> upset. His Dell City Eagles are 0-3.
Fishers to go face my Mighty Bombers this Friday night, and they got a chance to be 0-4. And, and I'm telling you right now, the way Dell City's offense is moving the ball, they could easily be 0-4. It's going to be hard for them to get in yep. to the playoffs because right now, hey, Putman City North is looking good. Mm-hmm. You got Middle City. You got Stillwater. You still got Lawton. I mean, that side is loaded. Middle City, that side is loaded. Yep. I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to be hard to get in. You get down 0-2 in district, it's going to be hard because you're going to have to oh, face yeah. somebody. They might have to face a Bigsby. They might have to fake, face a Choctaw. They might have to face a, a Sand Springs the first round. Mm-hmm. And then you might have to go to one of those places right now with the with the quarterback struggling, and he's struggling a little bit but because last year he was running back. Now he's having to play quarterback. And he's a great athlete, great-looking right. young man. He's probably better on the defensive side of the ball, but they're using him. And I understand sometimes that's going to happen. You right. know that. You know? Sometimes you got to get moved around. Yeah, you're going to get moved around. And, you know, um, sometimes the coaches, they know what's best. And if they think that Jacoby is a better fit at quarterback, then that's what they're going to do. I know Reggie disagrees with that, but uh, that's just the way the coaches see it. And that's how it is, you know. And, well, uh, if Reggie really wants to, you know, be the offensive coordinator, go get your degree. Go get hard on that Dell City. Then you can coach the quarterbacks. You can coach the receivers. Then yep. you can have your, your own complaint. But I understand what he's saying. You hate yeah. to see a team that you've been part of the last four or five years. They're struggling. You want to see your teams do good. I understand that, Reggie. Right. I'm glad he still has a heart to be part of that. But they are kind of struggling. And I know Coach Dunn's a good enough coach. Coach Jones is good enough to get them guys going back going. And everything's switching and jumping around. It's tough. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, it will be tough to be a high school coach. Well, you heard of what Coach Chris said. It'd be yeah. tough. You don't know who you're going to – this is what I want to know. If you're planning for – say you're planning for Broken Arrow. Yeah. You get a phone call Thursday. He's Guess canceled. what? He's you got to play Jinx. Yeah. You, you prepared all week for who? Broken Arrow. Yeah, and then now you got to go – and it's Thursday. You said yes. it's Thursday. Now you only got a, not even a day. You can't prepare. You can't prepare. Yeah. So it's tough because, you know, you start game planning on Sunday. And then, you know, Thursday's pretty much your, pre, you know, your pregame. Now now you got to change stuff around. And I'm not, I'm sure it's not Thursday. They probably right. know something about Tuesday or Wednesday. But still, though, you start putting this game plan in, getting ready, watching film on this team. And guess what? Now this team can't play you. So now you got to take all that film that you watch out and now start preparing for another team. So it has to be tough. It has to be mind-boggling because yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I'm sitting there watching film all day on the team, then guess what? We got to switch now. You got to start because each each coach got to go in and do his thing for his, you know, prepare for his position, you know, the position coach. So it has right. to be tough, though. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll wrap this up with some of the games in the Big 6A. So take yep. us out real quick. Yeah, we'll be right back with Keep It 100 High School Sports. Back. All right. All right. So we'll talk about some of the games real quick and close it. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. We, uh, you want me to bring it back? You want to bring it yeah, back? You bring it back. You All bring right. it back. I'll, I'll take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Welcome back to Keeping It 100 Oklahoma High School Sports. Uh, we got some big games coming up this week, week six. Uh, you know, district right. play is in full swing. Full swing, baby. Uh, you know, playing for uh, playoff positioning. Um, we got Dell City, Midwest City, one of the biggest rivalries in 6A, too. Biggest rival 6A. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, we just got done talking about Dell City. Their woes, they're kind of uh, they're struggling this season. I think they struggle again, and I think Midwest City gets the win. 
Uh, you know what, E? I'm going to agree with you because right now, Dell City cannot score. If you can't yeah. score, you can't win. Right. And I know people say defense win championship, but right now, Dell City's defense is on the, on the field too too much, so they're getting tired. So, not help, the offense is not helping them to be able to win a championship or win a ball game. So, you're going to have to score. In Middle City, got some different guys that can go score. You know, the McHale kid, the Friday kid. Yep. You got two other good receivers, number five and number one. So, and then Irvin and QB, you know, if you let him loose, he's going to go take one to the house. So, I think Middle City got a little bit more power, power on offense. Defense is playing good enough. You know, they got Seabock on defense, big kid. Defensive end, plays tight end too. Uh, so they got some kids that can score, and their defense is playing good enough too. I mean, I, I, I'm going to talk about something real quick because it's, you know, I know we kind of jumping the gun, but, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because, you know, Amy Russell was on me, you know, predicting the scores. But really, truly, think about it. Carl Albert could be really one and three. If yeah. you really thought about it, Middle City had them beat, was winning. Yeah. Dell City was beating them, and Bigsby beat them. So they could be really one and three. So it tells you right there, you know, I know everybody's like, oh, Colorado, Colorado. And Colorado's a good team. Yeah. But, I mean, I know that's one of the games we're going to talk about because they got who coming to town. They got my man who coming to town. Got oh. Luke. Oh, yeah. Luke. Luke. Luke, Luke Tarman and the uh, Fighting Irish. Fighting Irish, baby. Bishop McGinnis. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, and people don't want to hear it. I know Mr. Harris is mad at me last week and he saw me at the game. Tony, you're picking against us. I'm going to pick against you again because I'm going to take Luke and the Bishop McGinnis to beat Carl Albert. 28 to 17. 28 to 17, Big E. And I know you're going to jump on Carl Albert's bandwagon. I should go get you one of them Carl Albert suits and you can wear around and be a Titan. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to pick Bishop McGinnis because the Irish is coming. They're on fire, baby. Luke and the boys are ready because I'm telling you right now, Luke is kind of like Presley a little bit. Maybe not as quick and shifty, but yeah. guess what? Carl Albert couldn't tackle Presley, and I don't think they're going to be able to yeah. tackle Luke. So okay. what do you think? You were right. I am going to pick Carl Albert, but here's oh, why. Oh, man. Here's Talk why. to me. Talk to me. They took a big loss to Bixby, a very good Bixby team. Carl Albert is a, has a winning tradition. They are not going to go and lose two in a row. Can I say one thing, E? Go ahead. Do you have a puppy? <laughs> no. Do you have a dog? Yeah. A cat? Yeah, I got a dog. Do you ever see when they lick their wounds? Carl Albert's still going to be licking their wounds because they're beat up. They've never been beat so. like that. No. I don't think they so. Haven't yes, they haven't been beat like that. Yes, they took a big loss, but they, they know that. They haven't been beat like that. You know, when you get beat and beat and you're beat down, it's hard to bring it back up because you're not used to being beat. Hair, they're used to being beat. So winning to them is like, yay, yay, yay. But getting beat and beat like that, it's going to be tough. Okay, but think about last year. They lose to Piedmont last year yeah, in the regular Piedmont season, and they come back. Option. That's hard to prepare for. Bigsby didn't do nothing special. Well, they had to they had to prepare Bigsby for it. Bigsby didn't do nothing special. He handed off the number one. He ran and stopped. <laughs> and I mean, I wish I had some feet like that. But I'm just telling you, Luke is the same type of athlete. Luke is getting his one of his his key weapons back. His little brother. That's yeah. a great corner, a great slot receiver. Hey, they've been preparing for this game right now. You heard the man say, "This is my last chance." My last chance. You don't think he wants to go beat up on Carl Albert? Oh, I know he wants to. So, you don't think – I mean, Carl Albert right now, like, oh, man, we got beat. It's like a concussion. What mm -hmm. did it happen when you get a concussion? What did they put you in? Concussion protocol. Okay, that's what Carl Albert's in right now. <laughs> that's we'll the Carl Albert. We'll I'm see. telling Friday you right night. now. I'm keeping, hey, Big E, listen to me, though. It's hard to recover from that. If you've never been beat like that, it's hard to recover. It's tough, man. Do I think the Titans can do it? Yeah, but I think Bishop McGinnis is on the mission. I told you from when we started doing this show, 
Bishop McGinnis is trying to get that gold ball, and I think this is their year. I know you're like you're going to disagree, man. I love it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You got the good cop, the bad cop. I don't know which cop I am, but I'm. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> but I got me and Big E. But I yeah. really think that Bishop McGinnis to get him, and it's going to be a great game. It will. I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to be a great game. I'll be Who else you see, Big Baby? Who else you got? Man, I'm looking here. Uh, Union and Mustang. Uh, ah! You know, it's I so mean, funny. The Union Mustang. Talk about that real quick. Wait, so I'm going to chip I mean, in on that. Union, they've had, they've been good in the past. This year, it's just not cutting it. And Mustang, you know, they're kind of one of those teams, inconsistent. They're Man, up I, and they're down. But, you know, they've been looking winning pretty, the last couple weeks. Yeah, they're looking pretty good this year. You know, maybe they got some guys out because I wouldn't watch some scrimmage Chata. I really thought it was their JV team scrimmage in Chata. Colorado, I mean, Chata did what they wanted to do, yeah. throw on them, run on them, all scrimmage. And then when they kind of went the game, it was the same way. So maybe they had some kids out. Maybe that Jacoby kid is the real deal over there at Mustang. Yeah. And I kind of watched him. He didn't do too much. But maybe they got the big tight end back too. But i tell you right now, you know, I, I'm going to pick Mustang to win the ball game because, like I said, I think Union just right now, I think they've been hit. I think they got a little bit of discipline stuff going on over there. Yep. Kind of kind of heard it through the grapevine. They're kind of running wild, and Coach ain't got control. I'm sorry, but I'm keeping it 100. You know, one of the games that I like to see, I mean, I'm, and I'm stuck in this kind of 5A, I like to see Collinsville and Claremore. Collinsville is going to – I mean, people are not talking oh, yeah. about them. We've been kind of talking about them on this show, but that's a team in 5A that you got to keep your eye on because I'm telling you, they're doing everything they can – Hey, yeah. they're trying to get that one seat. So, hey, Bishop or Carl Albert, whoever loses, might have to get on the road and go travel there. So, yeah. that's a game you got to keep your eye on is Carl Albert, yeah. I mean, uh, Collinsville, and, uh, uh, Collinsville yeah. and Claremore. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Collinsville's undefeated right they're now. Undefeated, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right now, they're rocking and rolling, baby. They're yeah. kind of like Denny's and hotcakes, baby. Put a little <laughs> syrup on a little butter, <laughs> serve them up, you're ready to go. Yee, yee. <laughs> We're on fire tonight, big. You love you some hotcakes, don't you? I do. Me. Hey, Jessica <laughs> made me some hotcakes this morning, baby. They were good. They were on the dime. You didn't bring some to the studio? Oh, I'm sorry, man. But Big E, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, hey, we're doing these shows on TV. Yeah. I got to shred a couple pounds. I need to look good as you, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Who else you see? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. We're looking at uh, Sand Springs, Booker T. That'll be a good game. Uh, Booker T, you know, they had that week one loss to Choctaw. Uh, you know, I think they'll fight back. They got Sand Springs. Sand Springs been doing some good things this year too. But right. I think Booker T. They have. Who think you they're starting to round. I got Booker T. I'm gonna tell you. I've already told you once. I'm gonna tell you twice. Three times is hard. Head like mom used to tell me. You are gonna go with Sand Springs? So I say Sprint Springs. Bobby Clink is a great coach. He got those boys going in the right direction. Team wasn't very good. They lost their coach a couple years ago. Sand Springs got a good hire hiring this guy. I'm just telling you right now. They're winning ball games. They're going to give Bigsby everything they want for the district championship. I know Chata plays Bigsby this week. Not the game of the week, but I'm just telling you, I think Chata's defense can slow them down a little bit. If they gain tackles. One thing about Chata, their defense is strong. Yeah, they Those corners will come up and hit you. Chris and then uh, Jordan Thomas on the other side, number 16, they'll yep. come up and hit you. You're going to find out what Jordan Muse is fine, what he's made of, the yep. OU commit. You're going to find out, because I'm telling you right now, Biggs is going to – they're going to push him. They're going to pick oh, yeah. on him. You know, Donnie Wingate and the linebacker crew, they're going to have to do their job. The front line up front, 87, you know, he's been balling out. Day-Day, he's been balling out. Yeah. He's going to have to control that QB. Like I told you, the QB, to me, when I watched him, he was just an average QB. Good kid. Gonna manage the game, not make a lot of mistakes. The kid's quicker than what you think he is, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna pick the score of that game. I'm gonna pick Bigsby 35, Chata 21. 
with you. You think got. it's going to be that close? I'm going to tell you, man, okay. Choctaw's defense. And, hey, Choctaw's defense is Ch- strong. Choctaw's defense is probably the strongest it's been in a long time. I don't think Choctaw can get in the fight. They're going to have to slow that offense down to keep them off the ground. I don't think Steele can go toe-to-toe with that QB right. and that offense. And that's what I was about to get to. Do I think that the defense will slow down Bixby a little bit? Maybe. But as you saw last week, Presley had his way with that Carl Albert defense. You're talking about they put up 56 points. Yeah, but you know what? One thing I saw in that game, though, when Carl Albert kind of got their heads down, man, they started kind of, you know. Yeah, poking. I can see but that. But I'm telling you right now, the game should have been closer than that. Carl Albert had a couple times in the red zone to score, and they didn't get in. False start or offsides or something or delay a game. Something kind of held them back. The yeah. field goal kicker missed two Field goals that's makeable. Yeah. You know, he makes two of them. It's, it's what, 13 to 21 at halftime. He missed two. So, Bigsby got the ball second half and Roach marched right down. And I told my brother, I said, Bigsby scores right here. It's over. And guess what? They scored right there. Yeah. You know, so, Chata okay. had a chance to get up and score 21 points. They didn't get in there last time they was down there in the, in the red zone. Right. So, Chata, I mean, not, I'm sorry, Calabra blew a lot of times the score and they didn't score. So, if, if Chata can go out there and still can control the game and not turn you, – you, you cannot yeah, turn, turn over, the ball over you, against Bigsby. If you turn the ball over yeah. against Bigsby, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a long night. You be can't have night. two or three interceptions, a couple fumbles. You can't have those things. You can't yeah. have the unnecessary jumping off sides, roughing the pass. Penalties. 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 You yeah. can't have those. you got to play a clean ball. And I know yeah. coach will have them coached up, ready to go, but mm-hmm. I'm really going to give it to Chaucer's defense. I think they can slow them down a little bit. They can control, like I said earlier, if you take Presley off that team, that team is just the average team. I mean, I know he's on that team. Yeah. If you put him on Chaucer's team, you put him on Dell City's team, you put him on any team in the Metro, guess what? They're going to get the same result because the guy – the guy can flat out play football. I'm going to call it right now. The best player in the state of Oklahoma right now, he is. Uh, last okay. game I'm going to kind of talk about is Tuttle and Harris. I know we got a chance to talk to Harris' coach. He's trying to do big things for them. But I'm going to tell you right now, Tuttle Tigers, it's probably going to be a little too much for the Harris Panthers because Tuttle, man, they won a state championship just a few years out. And them little small towns like them, they shut everything down. Do I think Coach Chris will get Harris going? I really do. But yep. it's going to be a couple years from now. Yeah. Uh, you know – I think Hera does have a chip on their shoulder. They're sitting at two and two. Yes, sir. That's already better than last season and the season before that combined. You're right about that. That's keeping it what? That's keeping it 100 right 100. there. 100. Uh, you know, I think they can kind of start getting the ball rolling this week, have a good week at practice. I think they have a chance to beat Tuttle. Tuttle's a really good team in 4A, one of the top teams in 4A, but Hera's on the come up. I really believe that. Um, you I mean, know, just I, they got a good guy in Demarion. They got another good receiver in uh, Colton McElwee. You know, guy had four touchdowns last week, uh, caught for three, ran, uh, threw for one. He's able to throw the ball, too. And, you know, that kind of opens up your offense a little bit. Yeah. When you have a guy that can do that, you well, can run some fancy trick plays, I, catch the defense off you guard. You hit some points right there because Tuttle's not going to have the type of athletes to probably cover those type of guys, you know. Right. It's a small little country town. Uh, probably not going to have to set the athletes that can line out at a corner or safety to cover these guys. So, if they can get the ball to these guys, they can uh, they can open it up. Yeah. Then that, that, that passing game opens up your running game. The, the, the running game opens up your passing game. So, right. if he can get it going. And like I say, he's a young coach. I mean, he's up and going, man. And, I mean, I think I think Harrod did a great job hiring this guy. You know, I yeah. didn't tell him this, but one thing I would say, hiring this guy at 30 years old, you know he's going to be there for a while. If yeah. you still got that guy and he's 40, he's still young. Right. He's still a young coach, and he's—I mean—you can tell he's—he's—he's 
He's a thuz. He's ready to go. Yeah. And, and people's going to start believing in him. When people start believing in him, they're not going to leave to go to other schools. You're going to get people to move in. Because where, where can you buy a house at? You can buy a house in Hare. You can buy a house in Choctaw. Yeah. You know, so if you get both of those programs going, hey, you get to pick and choose. So I think, uh, you know, Hare is an up and coming, kind of like Choctaw has been. You know, but I think he'll do a great job. A young coach like him, man. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if I probably had another kid playing ball and he came and sat in my front room and said, hey, man, I want your kid to be a Hare Panther. You know what? It might be a chance. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he talks a good game, and I liked it, though. Yeah. Hey, what do you got in closing thoughts, Big Game? Closing thoughts, man. You know, we're getting closer to the playoffs each and every week. Uh, It'll I'm be excited. here before you I'm know excited. it. You know, uh, around this time is where you shouldn't be playing your best ball, but you should be darn close to it. Yes, sir. You know, uh, I think a lot of teams will be – you're going to find out who a lot of teams are in these next couple weeks. Uh, you know, as they're learning their offense – they're learning the system. They're learning their teammates. They're getting the chemistry together. You're going to find out who a lot of these guys are and these teams are. And, uh, you know, I'm ready for that. I'm ready to – I don't want to waste time away, but playoffs come around. You know, Big E, we ain't going to stop because football's over. Okay, I got the first female wrestler going to come join us. Some I'm ready for that. Ready hey, for football know, and wrestling? I mean, wrestling. I mean, I hope they get to have a wrestling season. Or basketball, sorry. Uh, basketball season. Yeah. We'll have some of the coaches on for basketball. Uh, that's what we want to do, folks. We like really talk. We're here to help kids get promoted. That's what we're here for. We're not getting oh, yeah. paid. I'm gonna, you'll hear me say this over and over again. We're not getting paid to do this. We do this because we love this. And it's Absolutely. fun to have people on. It's fun to have Coach Chris on to listen to his passion for his Hera Panthers. And that's what you want. You want a coach that yeah. has passion for his team, yeah. that talks about his team. And he thinks his team's the best team in the state. And that's what you want. That's the type of coach you want to yeah. play for. But, folks, we're going to have people on – all your, you know, whatever we can have on. You know somebody, you can hit us on, you know, our Twitter. It's at AA, at High Keeping. Yep. You know, you can hit Big E at what? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Ethan underscore Z underscore Davis. You can hit us up on uh, Instagram at Keeping It 100 underscore High School Sports. Uh, we got that rolling. We got the Instagram rolling. Go follow us on that. Uh, you know, uh, the Facebook page. What it's, you got the Facebook uh, page on? Facebook page is Keeping It 100. Right. You know, uh, tell about our uh, – hey, if you don't want to watch, look at our beautiful face. You oh, can yeah, check, to us, us, you check know, us out. Tell, talk to him, baby. Yeah. Tell him about us. You know, you don't like seeing me and Tony's beautiful faces every week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast. You know, we're on a lot of those platforms. You can listen just to, just to the audio. You know, you're on your way to work. You're on your way to school. Plug that in. Put it on your aux, your Bluetooth, whatever you got in your car. Listen to that on your way to work or school, you know. Hey, get so, your Monday morning going. Get you motivated yeah. to go to work, baby, because that's oh, what yeah. we do. We keep it 100. We want you to get excited about going. We want you to go run through the office of your office and hit your balls and tell them, hi, <laughs> guys, I just got through listening to Keep It 100, high school sports, sports. Oklahoma style, baby. Oh, Big yeah. E, Tony J, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Uh, we thank you again for joining our show. Uh, yep. It was a blast, man. As, as I, I couldn't ask for anything better to work with this young man. He's get, Like I keep saying, he's getting better and better each week. <laughs> it's funny, man. We're, Appreciate we're, it. We're going to take over this side of the state, man, because no one else does it oh, yeah. like we do it. I mean, um, you know, shout out to all the other people that do do it because, hey, it's fun doing what you like to do and talking high school sports. So oh, yeah. we'll see you next time at what? Keeping it 100, Oklahoma High School, high school Sports. sports. Thank you.